I got you. Fuck. I I know. I'm back up. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Let's give it. Let's do a test on it. We'll just see if we get Sam in like the next thirty seconds. Cool. But there's not like a like a way to. Oh, I guess it's like we have to click on it. Yeah, yeah. As far as I'm aware, because I've never done it myself except for. Oh, hey, no, he's right. on. He's on now. You there, Ryan? Yeah. All tight. It worked. Yeah, no way. Fuck yeah, that's sick. <laughs> I get you can get two motherfuckers on this at once. That's dope. All right. Well, fuck. Uh, let me do the rounds with the intros, and we'll fucking shoot the shit from there. Cool. All right. Uh, what's up, everybody? This is your host, me, Mike Dubs, and you're listening to another episode of Shooting the Shit. I got fucking Texas homeboys, fucking Crip Trip, Ryan and Sam, and uh, well, yeah, dude, how y'all living? Doing just fine. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh fuck! Usually, you know, in practicalities, we usually do like a green room sesh before we do a a show, so we get acquainted and we have like no awkwardness. (laughs) But we'll fucking skip it because we're homies and fuck it. But you know, the first thing I got to just throw out impulsively, just fucking straight to brass tacks. I had knew you guys existed here and there, but I never really listened and I never caught a show. But then I was on like a road burn fucking ego trip one time because I went for the first time ever in 2018 with that whole San Diego takeover jive and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. And then... You know, when you get the ropes for, like, the whole weekend of, like, the layout and, like, you're all fucking fanning out that you're finally at, like, the mecca of, like, European prestigious festivals and shit. You're like, whoa, this is the big deal. And then when I heard that you guys were invited in 2019, right? Yeah. I'm pretty, yeah. You guys went 2019. And you guys, I think, what was, like, that was your second European run or your first? That was was number two. That was your second... Okay, was, hold on. I'm sorry. The first one. I'm confused. Oh. Sam, Sam's right. <laughs> that was your first European run, right? Yeah. yeah. It was gnarly. And you guys fucking that. played the fucking main stage, if I'm correct. Yeah, it was It was kind of like a, we got like a super lucky break because uh, they had fucked up the scheduling or something. And Yeah, and yeah. We, our, our dude emailed us that was in contact and he's like hey guys gonna have to change some shit around we're like oh fuck we're probably gonna go first like on some on the tiny stage and then like a week went by or something and they emailed us and they're like uh actually you guys are playing at 1 a.m like after the main act on the i think it was the first day like the thursday right right yeah dude that fucking room was like it was like seven thousand cap, I think, and I mean it wasn't full, but like yeah, it was. Well, there it was, was a the of people. It was it was the after party, so there weren't any going on. Yeah. What uh, the fuck? Anyone, it was insane. Anyone who wanted to uh, come come to that was was able to. It was rad. You know that's a yeah, bit that was... like I don't know like uh, maybe I'm thinking it's a big deal, right? Yeah, that was, yeah, that was, that was yeah. insane. I mean, yeah, for that, the first that, time, like, we we were not expecting anything like that to happen, you know? That motherfucking road burn, too. That's like some alumni shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. That motherfucking that's, main that's stage. probably the biggest crowd we've played in front of as a band so far. I, 
I'd say. Nah, so when I heard that, I was like, I was with, you know, Anthony Meyer Dookie, aka Dookie. When he <laughs> told me that, I was like, what the fuck? Those dudes? And I still, like I said, nothing against. I was just like on my own fucking weird. I wasn't really listening to any music except for the homies. And I didn't know you guys. So I was like, Crip Trip fucking played main stage at Roburn, fucking first go, fucking first run or whatever the fuck. No way. And then, like, as weak as that may have to be to make me have initiative to fucking <laughs> get my attention, which just sounds like super chauvinistic in a sense. I was like, all right, let's see what's good. And I was like, yeah, these these dudes are what? These guys are Texan? <laughs> these guys are fucking fire. Yeah. All no, right, I mean, so these are the boys. It, it was a... Uh... This was a crazy experience for the first time around, for sure. We we got a little spoiled after that, I think. Yeah. How did you guys like that tour, by the way? I mean, you know, first time anything, it's like, shit, man. Just so many experiences and... Yeah, so, lots of impressions, but they were all good. Yeah, I mean, like, you, you know from being over there, like, it's not... I mean, it's a completely different world than touring here. You know, it's, it's, you do it over here for the love of the game because, you know, bands like us, we don't fucking make money. But I mean, we made, of course not. We made our fucking rent, you know, on that, on that tour. It was like our first time and it was like, damn. Dude, that's just fucking, that's just great luck. Fucking odds were in your favor. Most dudes just take that as a fucking vacation. It comes out of pocket, you know, with the fucking backline company and your fucking driver and whatever. Yeah. You make, like, you break with maybe, like, 300, 400 with just merch as it is because you fucking... But still coming out of your own pocket with nothing to show, but damn. Yeah. But fuck, dude. So anyways, you guys live in 2020, fucking in America. Shit sucks dick. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure it sucks everywhere though. <laughs> Seb. Yeah, it's it's been it's been a wild it's been a wild year. So you guys, but you guys have some cool things going on. Sam, you're fucking going to Europe. We just spoke before we fucking fucking solidified the contact. You're you're going to Switzerland to be with your partner. Oh no, that's that's Ryan. But yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Fucking fried. It's yeah, it, hey, no yo, worries. Hap- happen, it's, happens all the time. It's two in the morning, all right, here in France. <laughs> whatever I gotta make do. You're gonna see your lady. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be, I'll, yeah, I'll be joining you in that time zone uh, in a couple days. <laughs> You're gonna have the jet lag, but you'll you'll acclimate. I'm sure you've already know. Hell yeah. But Sam, you just went on the fucking tightest motorcycle run with the homie Doug around mm-hmm. the United States for the most part. That was dope, right? Yeah, I mean. I think we were out for like a month and a in a week just about and can't ask for more i mean it was the not really expecting to be out that long but um it was just the time i think everybody's kind of everybody kind of when summer hit too they had that like itch you know so yeah i mean I well i'm assuming you were like you were just like fuck this 2020 i just gotta get the fuck out yeah i'm i I just, I bought a new bike and I met my dad in Colorado and I was just like, well, oh, there, there's, everybody's out. Like, let's see, let's see where we can go. Fucking hell. Well, you got to get more details on that because I want to hear about it. But fuck, let's talk Crip Trip, yeah? For sure. 
I don't know what else to say, though, because we didn't do the green room sesh, so I'm fucking kind of stunted. So work with me. Help me out here. <laughs> uh, What's new? Well, I mean, at new, new, we've, I'm sure most people probably seem they follow us hard enough, but we, we got another guitar player playing with us, and I sent you those tracks. Yeah, it was dope. Yeah, um, so we, we added another guitar, um, and that's our buddy Christian. He's... He's been uh, like lifelong friends with our, our drummer Cameron, um, so okay. that's been that's been pretty cool. Um, just been slowly, slowly hitting hitting the studio here and there to try and get that stuff out. But I think life is just like happening to everybody right now. Cameron just had another baby with his with his lady, so he's got two kids. Um, you know, we're making it work, but slowed down. So and there's no reason to really rush at the moment. It's not like we're gonna go. go but you're straight. staying productive one way or the other, yeah. right? Oh, Instead yeah. of counterproductive. Totally. Yeah, for and sure. Making, and you know, right? all the things we're doing in our personal lives will come back around and influence the music in some way. So. Absolutely. Sure. You yeah. guys will be taking advantage of like your old adventures. I mean, you did the road trip and you're bouncing back and forth in Europe, which is fucking rad. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Ryan and I were talking shit. about it last night. We were like, I don't know. I mean, I understand, like, the, the wheels got to keep turning, but it would feel weird to put a record out right now. And, I and like, we've got homies that have done it, like White Dog, just put a, put a record out on uh, Rides Above, and we're fucking so stoked for them because they've been working their asses off. Um, but, you know, it's just like a, it's a weird time, and it, like, you work, you work your ass off and put your heart and your soul into, you know, an album, and there's just so much shit going on, you know? I mean, politically, I mean, you can take it any direction. There's just a lot of shit going on, and I don't know. It's just a bummer to, like, work so hard on something and be like, oh, we all got to worry about, like, not not dying right now. Hold on. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely... From what everyone else, like, because everyone on the show so far has been, like, you know, been a guest during this whole COVID. So everyone has their own little piece to, like, reflect on what, the, like, their mentality and their perspective of how, like, to produce and release stuff. And, yeah, everyone's got an album so far, you know, or has some work to show for. But it just seems so taboo just to release it, even if it's a live stream or, like, a demo just to keep people fed, you know, and yeah. stay relevant. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's we're looking weird, at 2020, man. dude. I know. It's fucked. You know, Ryan, when you get here, we're about to, Europe's about to go into its second quarantine mid-October. I know, I know, man. I'm, I'm there just in time. <laughs> it's <laughs> fucked. I was just watching the news, like, earlier this afternoon, and they made the whole announcement. Yeah. France is uh, completely shut down as of next week. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm sure, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure Switzerland is also tightening up on their restrictions i mean i even just to get over there i had to do a lot of uh paperwork just to prove that me and my girl are in like a serious relationship because they're not Jesus they're not letting yeah, Americans yeah. In. But, no no no, uh, no, no i had to no, do no, like no, a, no, no. i had to do like a 40 page i had to put like a 40 page packet together and Jesus Christ, yeah. that's mad love, by the way. <laughs> Respect on your end, dude. Your lady's fucking stoked on you. Stoked, Holy fuck. Stoked on her. That's super rad. But yeah, man, I mean, they're, uh, 
I mean, a lot of people have that European itch back home in the States, you know, and then the reality of the situation is like we were anticipating August for things to be mellowing up. No dice. Yeah. And then uh, they were like, maybe November is going to be promising. Clearly, it's not even a case. Yeah. Because October is fucking day one of the brand new fucking bullshit. And now fucking I sat down with some, you know, backline dudes from a company, Highway Holidays, you know, and I was shooting the shit with them over some beers because they're like they're branched all over Europe. But some of them are like, oh, yeah, they're spark i don't know yeah we lost you for a sec you're there now you're good oh cool yeah i'm back now yellow you there oh we're good we're good (laughs) i'm I'm here i'm here if y'all are (laughs) no i feel you i feel you okay cool i'm i'm driving driving but you were saying you have a a homie or Uh oh yeah, yeah. My, I don't know if you were if he was one of the dudes, but uh, Gaspard okay. is a good friend of mine. I believe I know of him, but yeah. I've not met. I know Vince and my buddy Robin, who was our last driver on the last Euro tour I did. But yeah. they're yeah Belgian based, but they got dudes branched all over. And the reality of the situation oh. to have any real glimmering hope in the status it is is twenty twenty two. Yeah. That's, That's fucking a sad tough. reality, but it's reality for sure. Wow, twenty twenty two. That's so many, so many. I, I'm. This is the same. Like wherever, like it doesn't matter where you are. But I mean, so many venues here are not coming back. Like they're done. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and it's, it's gonna change. I mean, specifically for Austin, like there's an interesting dynamic with with the music scene here because there's I mean there's an international scene like there are in most big cities but there's also this like crazy local scene that we're in and out of yeah I mean obviously we're like local here but um I don't know it's it's a really interesting scene because it like it the city just it survives off of that tourism and for the most part um, yeah, I mean, Austin is, seems to be reputed for its, like, you know, its venues and its local music scene. Like, you guys take care of your own like no other in the States. For sure. And they, they really do. Like, there's there's uh, this thing called Ham, which is, it's like Austin uh, Health Alliance, or I don't remember the acronym, but, um, yeah, it's like this public service for to give uh, musicians health insurance and all kinds of shit like that here. So... This is really, and, and you know, bars and like venue bars, they're like the very last on this list to come back. Right. And, I mean, everything about that goes against like COVID rules. So, fucked. It's insane. That- yeah. I'm, I, I mean, it, 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 it sh- to be optimistic, I'm sure it'll give new birth to a lot of cool things too. Right. But, Right now, it's just so bleak because obviously you know, it's a weird, it's a weird deal. And I'm fucking sad, man. I don't feel like myself. Nah, man. 
I, I feel you. Yeah. I mean, on my end, I'm not here to talk about myself, but like when they announced the COVID shit, I had to make peace with the fact that like me, a fresh transplant here in France from the States, I was like, all right, well, fuck it. I'm going to go a few months, like not knowing anybody really, you know, and uh, I'm going to see uh-huh. my homies like every couple of months as they transition on that tour circuit. And that, I'll be fine with that, you know, maybe hop on a fucking the road for like a week or so with them. And it's like, all right, that's cut. I'm not seeing a single homeboy from back home anytime fucking soon. And then I fucking, I thrive with like just photography or just like social activity from shows, venues or events or just organizing that stuff. And that's just not even existent. So I'm just like, what's my place? And I'm not even a fucking musician. You know what I mean? Like, what am I even doing? I work a job and I, I'm so lucky to have a girlfriend out here and she's my best friend, but it's like she parties too at shows and we're like, what is happening? Yeah. And they shut, you know, like some fucking, some countries out here, they may, I don't know if you, you tell me if they're doing it in the States, but some countries like in Spain, they'll throw shows, but they're like seated, you know, you got like oh. a table, I mean, you have to make a, re- well, in, in Austin, uh, they're they're doing some, they're starting to experiment with some stuff okay, like okay. that. Um, it's like outdoor yeah, stuff. I, yeah, it's it's all outdoor stuff, and you know, obviously masks right. are required. But um, yeah, people are uh, people are trying are, are toying around. Okay, with okay, it. but you guys have like a table, like because yeah. I'm looking at fucking live fucking footage of people just sitting. It's funny, I laugh at it because I respect the effort, but I'm laughing. Like I saw. The homies play a show in Barcelona. I was like, fuck you, that's amazing. Something happened. And I saw the turnout for the venue and like all the patrons. And it was a full house, but everyone was sitting at their own table and they were getting like fucking their goulash and their soup brought up to them and fucking like eating French fries and drinking beer. And just like, it was like seeing an old R&B fucking show like in the 90s. You know what I mean? Like comedy club kind of vibes. Yeah. yeah, I actually went to uh, one of my buddies' uh, shows a couple weekends ago, and it, it was an outdoor thing, and uh, you had to sit at a table with the people you came with, and, you know, Yikes. you had to wear a mask, and, you know, Get- and it, it, was, it was a country show, so, you know, the, the rules for dancing where you can only dance with the people you came with. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, but... You guys, can you guys make peace with the fact that that probably is going to be the future, just like we have to wear masks? I mean, I, it's hard to say how, it's just so hard to say anything, you know, like who knows when, when it's going to be, not be like that. I, I, I don't know, man. It's, it, these are, these are big, big questions. I mean, the way I'm looking at it now, it's like, um, yeah, fuck it. But the way I'm looking at it now, it's like, you know how you have your wallet and your fucking jean pocket, back jean pocket, and you got your fucking shoelaces on your shoes. Now you got to have fucking mask full time. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. I mean, I, I could see it going that way for, for a couple, couple of years. Foreseeable yeah. future. We're Gross. looking, I mean, that you, I don't want to get too into it, but like, we, we've all known this pandemic thing was a threat, you know, and it's not going to get any less, you know, it's not going to become any less of a threat. It's only going to be nah. a bigger, bigger thing. So it's like you probably should be expecting to have that mask in the back pocket kind of, kind of situation, you know? I mean, that's now part of the fucking outfit. 
It's fucked. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> fucked. And you know, the worst part is we're doing a podcast with you two, which I'm very happy to have you guys on. And uh, we just started the first 15 minutes with like some introductions enthusiastically and then straight to fucking the 101. <laughs> hey, what's COVID doing with you motherfuckers? You all getting fucked, huh? Well, Fuck. uh, <laughs> it's kind of an example, dude. I mean, it's like, it's weighing on us all. So I get it, you know? Yeah, for sure. I don't know. 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 Uh, anyways, anyways, let's talk Hayes Country. Hayes Country was fucking sexy as fuck. You know, I saw you guys play for the first time in Los Angeles maybe a year ago. I think Death Champ either played. Oh shit! You were I was there? at that Los Angeles show. Was it? Was it oh, the? Was you. it the Griffin? Yes. Where, yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah, yeah. That was that was, <laughs> that was a weird. Show. The night before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah tw- 2018, I think, maybe? Uh, it had to be 20. That was a while ago. Yeah, yeah, I think it was 2018. That's, I feel like that was yesterday. You know, I fucking, uh, I don't uh, want to get personal, but I laugh about it, but I got stabbed by my ex-girlfriend the night before at Stone Dusted because we fucking suck and we're toxic with one another and I don't give a fuck. But then I went with a fucking hole in my leg and a fucking like homemade bandage and I was bleeding at the venue. Watching wow. you guys play. No, it's, I, I laugh about it. It's whatever. It was hilarious. But the last thing I remember, I was like, my, I was just like, I suck. I was like, a beak head like no other doing bumps. So I was just like, there, like, see the boys, LA boys. We get a bump. Just want to hear some live music. Oh, Crip Trip sick. Fucking, yeah, yeah. I have a hole in my leg. Fuck this. <laughs> and then your drummer fucking went fucking John Baham for a minute. And he fucking threw down for like maybe three minute, fucking two minute. I feel like it was fucking forever, but three minute drum solo. I was like, what the fuck is happening? It's probably five, yeah. five minute motherfucking drum solo. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? Are these guys going to party with us? And I think you guys had your own itinerary for the night. So I was like, no fucking way. All right. Well, I'm bummed I'm losing blood right now, but that was dope. <laughs> Yeah, that's our that's our beer break time. That's when Ryan and I go. Yeah, yeah, that's what you guys <laughs> did for Take sure. <laughs> yep. Um, no, but that's that was the that was when we met those dudes, uh, the Death Chant dudes. Um, and we hung out with them, and they were super rad. All right. How'd you link up with Doug, by the way, for that trip? Um, he he got. We both were like planning on being on out. You know. Uh, I like dude, or I don't know how it came about, but he knew I was going Colorado area, and he's like, "Dude, I'm gonna be in Wyoming on this day or whatever." And I was like, "Cool, maybe you know, maybe it'll work out." And it it we we like indirectly booked it, you know, booked our trips kind of around the same same week. Okay, okay. Uh, and then I just I met up with him and some other friends, and they kind of didn't have a plan. They were just like they had a general idea of, of going east a bit and once i got with them i just i was like okay wherever y'all go i'm going because i have nowhere to be um and I, all i want to do is ride my motorcycle right now um dude so that's yeah that kind of happened like that and we just we we did the whole did the whole loop we went to we went to sturgis like two days after sturgis and it was completely dead which we did that on purpose but um we went east and then we went down to like birmingham and then they went back up and i went back to texas but we made a whole loop out of it 
Dude, I just remember going on the Instagram fucking feed bullshit and just seeing Doug and you. I was like, fuck, that's beautiful. That's something Man, else. I hope that influences the music from both of you guys' end, you know, in the long run. <laughs> please, please. Yeah. That's dude, the American I mean... dream during the worst time fucking America has to endure. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think the more life goes on, I... I just want to do the simple things and it's, it's definitely like, you know, play, play music with my friends, ride my motorcycle, be, be outside, you know, it's pretty much all I can give a shit about when I'm not having to do life, you know? Fair enough. Fair enough. How long have you guys been an outfit together? I mean, you guys got like, from what I, I mean, I'm only getting fucking internet fucking vibes, you know? Cause like I said, like. I've never been able to really bro down with you guys, and I saw you guys only play once, but you guys fucking seem tight as shit. Well, you know? S- Sam and I have been friends since we were four years old. And All right, yeah. wow. That's fucking and, awesome. Uh, we got into music around the same time. We were probably about 10 or 11, and uh, we've kind of just kind of been friends ever since. And... Um, when we first started Crib Trip in 2018, and we, we had a different drummer. It was a little bit of a different sound. But then we met Cameron in 2015, I think. And, uh, you know, just circumstantially, he started playing with us. But um, So, yeah, I guess 2015 is this, this lineup of the band. Yeah, and then Christian just came in, so like yeah. last year maybe. Right. He, Christian did the first European tour with us. Like, yeah, yeah, he did, but he wasn't us. able to come on the on the second one. Um, but it, okay, yeah. okay. We we hadn't like we hadn't adapted him all the way either. Like we we're we just have been writing. New yeah, it was stuff kind of an experiment. Him, but he was kind of jumping in half. Yeah, he was jumping in half the yeah. set with us. Okay, okay. So he's like catching up and getting mixed with the loop and yeah, everything. Yeah. I would, yeah, I think we confused the shit. I would like to going. say too that uh, is a, a you know we added a guitar, but he's also at the third voice, which is really nice. Um, okay, yeah. cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. That. So we're we're you know doing those harmonies and stuff that we all love. Fucking tight. You guys have been so tight to the extent that you actually both participated in that whole Rocky Erickson revival too, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I can actually I, I can actually I talk about say that. Revival, but <laughs> well, yeah, 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 you know, you come on, yeah. <laughs> we we caught the tail end of it. You caught the tail, was... motherfucking end. Can I ask? Dude. Can I ask? Because like you know, we I, I don't I I'm just speaking for everyone else. Like we most of us fucking from our circle of fucking taste and whatnot, we all appreciate the man, you know. Like, that's, like, one of the standard fucking, the fucking roots of a lot of us, you know, Rocky. For sure. And you two, tight as fuck, since you were, like, four years old, are fucking on stage being a privilege of that whole 13-floor elevators experience. I mean, I maybe yeah. I'm fanning it out more than it is. Out of no, I mean, that's, dude. That's it, how it is. <laughs> it, it, there's almost no words that yeah. I can to describe the experience like everything I think you know people ask the question a lot and I would too because that's it's just 
It's like a mind fuck. How did that even happen? Yeah, you what know, the like, fuck? So let's is... fucking talk about it. How the fuck did that happen? We it what by the... random fucking chance being at the right place at the right time because we're we're not that good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? It's just because you're Texas or whatever. whatever. You're from... It's all right, but like, fuck, dude, we're not we're not pros. Um, no, dude. Our so our really good friend Caleb. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of the band Sweat Lodge. Of they're, course, they're... I heard a fucking Sweat Lodge, man. Yeah. So, so they don't they don't play much anymore. But um, Caleb played drums for Sweat Lodge, and that's how we we met Caleb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then he ended up he ended up becoming Caleb... both of us. <laughs> yeah, he's he's our we work landscape yeah. stuff, and he's the yeah. foreman. Okay, uh, cool. To, to like kind of you know keep it short, um, Caleb got the gig with Rocky off of a Facebook post because Jagar, uh, Rocky's son, is like, he's the manager of Rocky for the last, I don't know how many years. Yeah, um, i always seen him, like, because every fucking around October, they did, like, a little run, whatever, and they'd always play, like, the Rocks here, some part on the West Coast, and I was always yeah. present for every one of those shows totally. the last few yeah, years. Yeah, they always... They always made the rounds in October, and we did the last one. Like, well, the last it was uh, twenty, yeah, two thousand eighteen. Right, um, right. But yeah, so so Jagar made a post because I guess the old band was kind of falling out, and uh, Jagar was making a a post for auditions, basically. And one of Caleb's friends like tagged him in it or something, and he he. I mean, dude, Caleb is one of the biggest Rocky fans i've ever met like he he his personal music career was pretty much inspired by rocky's solo stuff hard, and hard. uh so it was a dream for him like i mean not that it wasn't for us but like it it was insane so he ended up doing that and he got hired on and he was playing with rocky for about a year maybe a little bit more and then uh so like ryan said we're we do landscape stuff and one day I was in the truck with Caleb going to a job site and just super nonchalant. He's like, Hey dude, so bass player's gonna get married and we're about to go on tour. Do you do you think you could fill in? And I was like, dude, did you just fucking ask me to play bass for a garrison? Like what? Yeah, he said, it's good. He just like he didn't like <laughs> preface it with anything, he just said it out of the blue. And I was, I was just like, what the fuck? I was in school at the time, and I, I was like, I don't, I don't give a fuck what happens. I'm dropping out right now. Like, we're gonna make this work. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Yes. So then he fucking called me, or he, you know, he let me know about it. And I think it was that was. I, I want to say like mid August, and the tour was in October, and. A month went by and he like didn't say anything about it and I was like, dude, so are we gonna practice or like what songs am I playing? Right, right. And it just went a, a month and a half went by and he couldn't really get everybody tied in. And finally, the guitar player Eli, he lives in Joplin, Missouri, of all places. <laughs> okay, um, okay. He he kind of he came down and. I, I basically, I was in, but I, I auditioned for Eli, and we kind of went through the songs, and and then, yeah, we, we did we did four days in California for the first leg of that tour, and then there was like a, a two-week break. It was a two-week break, I think. A week? 
Um, but uh, I think it was about it was about a week. Yeah, and a half. yeah, something like that. Um, but so I played the first part of that tour. We went to California and we did uh, we did L.A. and San Francisco. We played hardly strictly bluegrass and san francisco and golden gate park which was insane so san um, francisco was like time. the big like one of those big like testaments to like the hate times or whatever something oh like, yeah and dude it was in golden gate park the sun was setting it was insane wow but so on that note we didn't have ryan at that time ryan hadn't joined yet and a couple of the or three of those four shows um larry from Death Valley Girls was playing rhythm guitar for us. That's right. Because he, he had played before and like all that shit, all the Rocky solo shit and especially the elevators, it all it all had rhythm guitar, you know? Right, right, right. So Eli, Eli was over there trying to manhandle like three different guitar parts and also just like keep the band together because he'd been with Rocky for like six years and it was impossible. Like he's an amazing guitar player, but like nobody can physically do that. So, right after we we got through that set, it was fucking rough, and it was in front of a fuckload of people. I mean, there was like, it it was a free show in Golden Gate Park. There was like ten thousand people there. I'm sure. Fuck. I I couldn't I couldn't see the end of the sea of faces. Like it was insane, and it was it was rough. And plus, you know, anyways, so we got off the stage and we were all like, dude, we fucking need another guitar player like we need one and within minutes of playing that show we called ryan and we we're like dude you need to learn these 20 songs like today because we got to go back out on the road and that's that's exactly what he did yeah it was it was it was uh 25 songs in and seven woo! days or something practiced, and then we went we on practice with Coast. rocky <laughs> once with you yeah ryan Yeah, I mean yeah, the Rocky time. practice yeah. were pretty rare, anyways. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine given his state and whatnot. But damn, working overtime like that, fucking hats off yeah. to you, dude. Well, you know, it's like it's like with Sam said. Oh, it's like for when sure. You get that for... kind of an opportunity, you just like drop. Nah, yeah, yeah, like just, fucking you, survival one hundred and one instincts kicking like a motherfucker, and you're like. You can fucking lift a fucking bus to exactly. save a baby at that point, kind of momentum. <laughs> Holy shit, that's so fucking tight! Exactly, and now you man. got that as a fucking life hammer, fucking checked off of the bucket list. I'm sure, dude. It, I can, I can really die happy. You man, can tell dude, your fucking every... kids that shit, son. Yeah, you can tell your future. Dude. I don't know about. I mean, you got a lady, but fucking whatever reason, you got to be at the bar. Like, what's that bitch? I fucking, I was on that Rocky tour. You listen to fucking Two at a Dog, homo? Like, what? <laughs> Damn, son. You'd win. Oh, uh, That's so sick. I, I, know you'd, I know you'd like to hear this one, too, because uh, cause you had Bobby on the podcast I saw. Oh, God. But, um, I love you, Bobby. No, I, yeah, no, this, yeah. Sorry. This, this was like, oh, yeah. this is the coolest this, experience I think of my life and wait, all right. I, I think I know I, where you're going. Yeah, go, 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 go. I, I knew, like, I think we all knew when it happened. We we're just like, dude, this is the coolest shit to witness. So, to you know, get to it. Uh, we're playing DC 
on uh on that tour and uh lance mad alchemy was with us okay um do you, you know lance right of, of course we, yeah so we... side note lance fucking did the picture for the evil one yeah right yeah. no he did he took the picture and like he was a photographer in the 80s and shit um well wait, 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 yeah, like, uh, stop 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 because we're going to have listeners and Lance is like a figure that a lot of us in our lives all know. Say that one more time so people can get some fucking geek knowledge in. Lance oh, was the... Fo- Lance the did that album the- cover? Yeah, he, he took the picture for the evil one. The one with Rocky's face. It's all pink and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he took that picture. Yeah, he told us that and I was like, damn, this is so crazy. And Lance was on that whole tour with us. Which made... It was so cool. Because like... Lance was his peer almost in the. Yeah, that. that light oh yeah. So okay. About about the light yeah. show, we're it... in this like super dark venue in DC, and and Lance has the the light show going. So every show we like look into a sea of like silhouettes, like we can't see the crowd at okay. all. Okay. And that whole show, we we all saw this dude with like this fucking frizzy fro almost <laughs> and he was just like throwing his fucking horns up the whole and like singing along kind of couldn't really see his face but like i mean he, he he was like church style you know like yeah worship and then so, arms. so at the end of the show, yeah like dude, man was, this dude's getting really i mean we into all it. noticed out of a sea of people like this guy's wild and like he's going crazy and then at the end of the show, we're like hanging out back, smoking a cigarette or something, and and some girl walks in, or no, it was the one of the girls that was in the other bands, but um, she walks in and she's like, "Hey, is Rocky still here?" And and Rocky always like dipped like as soon as he played, I believe, he was yeah, out of there. yeah, yeah. Um, and she walks in and she's like, "Is Rocky still here?" And we're like, "No, he he left." And she was like, "Oh man, Bobby Liebling wanted to meet him," and we're like, "What?" And we're like, "Oh shit." That was Bobby back there getting crazy. And then Bobby came and like hung out with us in the back and smoked cigarettes with us and told us like his dream about seeing the elevators and he never saw him and he was like, dude, I waited fifty five years or whatever to see Rocky. Oh god. And he fucking saw you know, he was there and we got to share that experience with him and we were just like, dude, holy shit. Elevators and Pentagram. The two fucking kings of the underground. The two you know. kings. Those were the, you know, we, but I, I say this, I speak for everyone. It was Rocky and fucking Pentagram for I, me and like the West Coast fucking section of all the homies. That's fucking out of control. Those two are the, and then we had like the other dudes, but it was Pentagram and Rocky. That's life. And, you know, I just on that note, I kind of no, yeah, yeah, realized yeah. That, that was about the, you know, the, the band Witchcraft. Manga, uh, yeah. And, no, um, sorry, sorry. And I, I, Magnus, yeah, and I, I <laughs> added him on Facebook just so I could send him a picture of Rocky and Bobby meeting. And I was like, dude, I was like, I think you're going to appreciate this. And it kind of started a conversation between him and I, and it was... Holy There's shit! One other way to bring the rock and roll. Magnus responded to you, you know? too, because I, uh, I, funny, I don't know if you heard yeah. Great Mammoth. 
That's fucking tight. I've been hearing, yeah, like, no, nothing he, negative, he but I've heard he's been, like, a total recluse. The homeboy from Great Mammoth, who was fucking there for the proto-witchcraft days, was actually staying at my apartment last month, and I was like, I didn't find out until the last day. He's, like, the guitar tech for Graveyard, and Graveyard's bassist, Trills, is a close friend of him. The two of them just came from Sweden to spend, like, the week in France, and I was just, like, you know, vibe. Dude gave no impression, was, like, solely humbled, didn't even, like, talk about himself at all, just, like, personal stuff, and then right when he left, he left a day early before the other homie left, and right when he left, my buddy from Graveyard was like, yeah, yeah, he's just, he's just, this dude's, like, super rad, but, um, you know, he, he was the singer for Great Mammoth, and, uh, he was there for Witchcraft the whole run in the early days, and he's, like, Magnus's best friend, you know? And he was like the manager. I'm like, what? This fucking Swedish Olaf homie fucking was the fucking pioneer? No fucking way. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm dude. Branching out. Old witchcraft is old witchcraft is definitely a huge influence on, on of us. Of course. I mean, like like anybody in this scene. I mean, uh, uh, for most of us younger everybody. guys, you know. I mean, I mean, because we're not that young, but I mean, we came out. It just it just felt crazy to like be able to share. I've seen picture that picture too. I don't Rocky know if it's the same one, but I think I've seen you know, that it's picture. It's the only. Yeah, all right. Then I seen that picture and I was like, "What the fuck, son?" Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, these that was two. crazy too because he. And I, I remember whenever uh, whenever whenever Rocky back, got back in the band, he just was like, "That guy had a lot of records, huh?" Because <laughs> he bought, Bobby Bobby he brought, brought like a bunch Bobby records. brought a bunch of records from Design and you know. Yeah, and Rocky, you know, was he, he didn't really like signing things very much, but he he yeah, made awesome. an exception they definitely, for Bobby. They definitely had this very unique connection. You know, they, yeah, they they totally. They, I think they maybe vibed. they both realized they both came from the same era. You know what I mean? Different, different yeah. like sounds and different like clicks, whenever. But they came. They were mostly both relevant at the same era. That's fucking beautiful. God rest his soul, yeah, man. God rest insane. his soul, dude. It was beautiful. Thank, yeah, I true, thank him so much for his time, legend. dude. Yeah, and you know, just like oh, the last fuck, show, dude. too, it was just, it couldn't have been a better end note because it was, you know, it's the first time exactly. uh, Easter Everywhere had been played all the way through since, the, you know, probably. I saw the promotions and all that. And you know? like, I never, I don't think, I don't think I've seen live footage, but I saw as many photos. All the promos for it when it was fucking the hype was going on. I was like, "That's." I wish I could be there for that. I don't know where I was at the period, but that's so amazing that even got to happen. You guys got to be privileged to be a part of that as well. Fucking totally. You guys Man, ought that, to be really proud really of yourselves. Though, uh, like Ryan said, though, I mean that that weekend it was a it was a retrospective of thing. So the the first day was like all rocky stuff and the second day was at easter everywhere and and that was like that was the last time you played music and it was this <clears> retrospective <throat> and it was it was almost like this foreshadowing of like damn this was this was supposed to happen like this like that's how it felt after it happened because it i mean rocky had his health issues but right. it kind of it came out of nowhere like we were, nobody was like he's on his death no 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 i mean, I mean... He wasn't doing well, right. You know, right. I'll say that, but but we 
it, it came out of nowhere for us. Yeah. So when it happened, I, that was kind of the first thing that hit me after like I could get over the initial shock, and I was like, "Fuck, dude, that that was supposed to happen that way." And that, then like after after it sat with me for a while, you know, all the sad feelings went away, and it was just like, "Damn." It went out beautifully instead of fucking. He went. Yeah, it was he went amazing. out re- really relevant instead of completely irrelevant. So relevant. You know I mean? That's. It's just a magical experience for it to happen that way. I think. For him and you guys, I mean, I can't stress that enough. Yeah. I'm, I, I, it's not my place to be like, hey, I'm proud of totally. you, boys, but I do. I'm fucking <laughs> proud of you, dude. You guys are stoked. You guys, are you? Thanks, man. Whoa, fuck. Anyways, anyways, that was fucking sick. I hope my listeners are hyped on that tidbit. <laughs> but all right, back to brass tacks. Crip trip, crip trip, crip trip. Tight outfit. You guys been bros for a heavy minute. You guys throw down. Let's talk about what you guys are all about. Like, what's your goal, man? Like, you ever listen to that one track, the last track at the Wu-Tang album, the homeboy interviewing the fucking whole Wu-Tang? like, yo, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like. So what, what's your goal, you know? Like, what, what are you trying to do? And the fucking method man is like, you know, we ain't going to fucking settle until the woo is on the top, you know what I mean? Until we fucking get a piece of ours and fucking whatnot. The same can be said. What's up with Kutrip? Is this a hobby? You guys fucking rock and rollers? You guys students? You guys living life like everyone else? You guys got to fucking put Texas on the map? Man. Or you just humble? I know that was too much info, huh? <laughs> that was too forward. My bad. Coming in hot. I don't know <laughs> what else I would do. I was going to let Ryan in. I drank six cups of coffee before I fucking you know? did this. <laughs> I just... You're good. You're good. I, yeah. I don't... Can Can y'all hear Can y'all hear me? I don't know if y'all can hear me. Oh, um... I mean, I, I'm sure I can speak for Sam... We lost you. Oh, shit. He's driving. We got you, though. You want to yeah, fill in for so the boy? I'll fill in for him. I think I think, I think I know. Woo! Okay, there Good you. way for us. Reset, reset, reset. We lost Put you. We lost everything. you. Yo. Love. <laughs> Lovers together. <laughs> All right, hey, you know we lost you for like solid fifteen seconds. So you want to me do that <laughs> one more time if you can? Oh, we lost him again. What, what's up, man? You guys driving in the back country out there? He's driving through some some nowhere country some terrain. He's he's going to Dallas right now. Okay, is he literally leaving like today or something like that? I think he's he's flying out of Dallas, so he's heading up there for a just to be close to the airport. airport. Yeah. All right, all right. Um, I don't. What was the question? Oh, where where we're we going with it? Where are we um, going? I think I think what he was where he was going with it. I'll finish it for him. Hope hopefully he is in agreement. Uh, but yeah, like you said, he, music has fucking brought everything we have into our life. I mean, shit. Even each other, we met each other before all that, but. I think the reason that kept me and him so close too is like just the love of music. And <laughs> yo, you there? I'll let you two handle this. I'll let you two handle this. Hey, Yolo. You there? I hear you now. Now we can. Hey, hold on. 
Can you hear me? Dude, you've been gone for a while. Yeah, you've been patching in and out. Damn, I, were y'all hearing some shit I said like <laughs> a minute ago? You you want to? Sam wanna took the lead for a good fucking 15 seconds. Damn. Uh, fuck. Uh, dude, good well, God. I think I, I thought I heard someone. Homie, you're, you're stepping into good. the Matrix as you're talking. <laughs> all right, all right. You're good, you're good. I think we got you clear again. You can skip over this part of the podcast oh, if shit. you're listening. That's, hey, the best I, part I about wanna, these podcasts, I don't edit anything. I'm too yeah, lazy. I'm too I'm too scared. I'm going to fuck up the audio if I edit these things. Don't worry. We'll fuck it up <laughs> for you. All right. But take the, you take the pressure off. All right. We're, uh, you know what? Someone, someone say something. Come on. Ryan? You're here. You're there. Okay. All right. Am I here? Am I, am I alive? Okay. Yeah. So, like I said, Crypt Trip is just... Right. It's okay. everything we love about music rolled into what we can do with it. You know what I mean? Just just kind of... We, we just try and... Uh, I mean, we, we truly love... We truly love music, and, and we... We don't know what else to do but to... Put it all it's a labor of love that, way, I mean, you're, you guys are cool enough to share it, with know? the rest of the world, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I mean, we we never expected to make our fucking, our money with yeah. it, you know? It, mm. I don't think anybody starts playing music for that reason, you know? You, like, you do it because you are a fucking fan, and that's what we've always been, you know? We, we, we're all fucking music nerds. We all love to nerd out on all that stuff, so... It started there, and then after, you know, time went by, we were like, damn, we can do this. Like, we, we listen to these things that get us inspired, and, you know, we, we can write this stuff, and we started doing that, and it, I think since the beginning, we've always, ha- we've been really lucky to get a good response from people, whether it be the internet or playing live shows, and mm-hmm. when we, I mean, we were like, 17 18 year old kids getting into the live music scene for the first time like just we had a lot of good experiences and a lot of people kind of show us the ropes and stuff and for that and just i think a little bit of luck a lot um we we got where we are now and i think we're in a position now too where we're like all right what do we want to do with this we're pretty we don't I mean, we have other skills and we have lives and shit, but this is our passion. So, like, let's do it. So, I think, you know, that's where we're at right now with it. And we, of course, we want to, we want to make money with it, but it never is the, it's never the goal, you know. Um, of course, and, of course. And this music, shit. <laughs> Man, you're in it to win it, right? <laughs> yeah. I tell the, I ask this to everybody. You know, <laughs> so you're not singled out. I, I ask everyone who's like, I feel like when everyone is a, as a group and any musician, you know, for the most part, who's not like some pretentious dickhead, ego maniac, top of the chart, fucking big wig dude, you know, like when you're coming from a humble mentality, such as you guys, or just a homie spectrum, you know, you guys are in it to win it. And you're trying to share with the rest of the world. And it's your passion and you're stoked. And yes, you have day jobs and yes, you have alternative lifestyles that don't really, yeah. you're not 24-7 rock stars, you know, burning shit up and fucking vending out in studios and fucking, I don't know, and all that web forum bullshit like everyone else is today. But, 
You guys are fucking trying to remain pure. I don't know. That's, that's a that big right? compliment. Fucking... Of course. You guys are trying to stay pure. It's... Yeah, that, that is, that is like a compliment. Said, Thank you. I would listen to you guys here and there. I'm going to be, I'm brutally honest about like the way I listen and I receive in my guests because I don't want to just go naked or I want to be somewhat aware of who I have on the show, not just like taking randos. And that's how I'm able to talk like, you know, organically with you guys instead of like kissing your ass and like not really well informed. But when I listen to you guys and I have the past year or so more than regular, but Hayes Country was a little more recent. I feel like, yeah, I mean, I can't stress the word again more than I should overuse it, but it's pure. It sounds like from where you guys are from, it has like a, a Texan vibe. I don't know if that's a cliche or anything. It sounds like you're complimenting your roots for most of the tracks for the most part, you know? And I can't be like, oh, these guys are like fucking ZZ Top gimmick, you know, because half the time that's like what everyone categorized heavy rock from Texas as, you know? It's, I'm yeah. sorry if you guys can't agree, but like, Outside of your guys' zone, when anyone says Texas, it's like, oh, there's got to be some fucking ZZ or fucking some 13th, you know what I mean? But you guys got your own formula, dude, and it's sexy. It's sweet. Like, I was playing it for my girl, you know, while she was, like, cleaning the house, and I was just doing, like, some work on the laptop, and she's like, what's going on with this? I'm like, it's, it's sweet, it's nice, and it's heavy at the same time. It bounces back and forth. Yeah, I, think, I don't know. I mean... Ryan, Ryan and I, I mean, right on. when we, when we talk about conceptual stuff with the band and, and like where we want to take things, we, we both, we both, I mean, like any good, you know, decent musician, we all have like broad tastes. And I think it's the dynamics of bringing in stuff like, you know, Doug Som or Flying Brio Brothers or stuff like that. Right. To, this YouTube sidebar rock, you know, it's like what we like to call it, but it's like the, the underground B level shit, like right. And and it's it's this unique unison of of trying to have a dynamics with it within you know your own perspective. And we, I don't know, that's that's kind of if you if you stay true to the things that you 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 truly are inspired by i think it just naturally comes out anyways and and not not to toot our own horn either because we're just no not all don't don't but yeah i don't know i i i I really i really think that um it it, when it's when it's organic it it just it it flows you know yeah, it's it's just it kind of just came about naturally of us just. I mean, like Sam said, we mm-hmm. we don't listen to just one type of music, and you know we 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 love all kinds of stuff, and uh, it, it just kind of whenever you're open to putting all those ingredients into your own music, it just well, I mean, to be honest, so I, I feel right. like this because like again, I have. Not trying to sound like I'm Mr. Fucking Big Shot, but I got ears here and there, you know. And when I pick up what people have to say about this, I've never heard anything negative about you guys. You guys are really relevant in the circuit, you know, in the scene, whatever the fuck the scene may be fucking depicted as, if you're familiar of it or not. But I've only had nice things to hear about. And the reception I've heard, and from what I saw, even at the Griffith show, it's like you got to give people more credit than they deserve that people aren't as stupid as we assume they are like ignorant or dumb or whatever 
And people aren't stupid in the long run. Yes, they are, but they're not that stupid. And when you guys say organic, it is organic, and people appreciate that because that's what you guys are at the end. You're just a couple of fucking good old boys, you know what I mean? That's what I I was losing blood, fucking high on cocaine with the fucking the worst day ever, you know, and I was like, damn, some good boys. They got a party (laughs) with us or what? Man, I'm, I'm... I'm I'm really uh, sorry. Yeah, I laugh at it. Day, it's like, there's humor in it all. Like fucking, whatever. Yeah, I'm but glad no, we could be the silver lining. Yeah, yeah. I I missed the fucking homies yeah. play too that night, and I just I made it just in time. We were just uh, it was weird. I actually ended up staying with this girl for another year after this whole traumatic, you know, abuse bullshit. But we had just came from fucking stoned and dusted Joshua Tree. We did the whole weekend there with Golden Void. And then I just was like, yeah, hey, I'm not going back home. I'm going to go to L.A., make a pit stop. And I was like, okay, this was actually sicker than what I fucking saw at Stone and Dusted. And, yeah, I, you can ask the Death Champ boys for myself. I was like, you know, these guys got a party. Are they tight with us? Are they going to come back? Because I'd love to talk. You know, like, I think they're on their own tip. You know what I mean? Like, all right, well, fuck. I'll see them someday. C'est la vie. But you guys were fucking tight. I loved it. And I'm not just fuck. I say that for everyone. I guess they're all you're all tight. You're all tight. But I mean it for everybody. You're all tight in my book. Oh yeah. I have yet to be disappointed or thank you, man. Bullshit or be two faced with any of my guests. And I sincerely mean when you're on this show, it means I appreciate you or I'm just getting to know you. And I'm sure you have the best goals in mind. You know, objective, whatever the fuck. On that note, too, I'd like I'd just like to say everybody that is in this you know little scene that we have everybody that that you know i'm sure that you're you're very well acquainted with the earthless guys sacramani dudes the banquet death chant like all those guys um some of the most genuine like honest nice good-hearted people i've ever met like ever and that that's just the best part about all this is because yeah, th- these are some talented motherfuckers, and I'd be fans of their band whether they were shit, you know, shit bags or not. Probably, you know, not real talk. Them. But at the end of the day, they're the best people I know in this world. Like, just the warmest hearts. And I, I mean, if I didn't say somebody's band that I'm friends with, just I'm saying it about you too. If you're listening to this, <laughs> no, it's it's <laughs> there's just a it's everybody, man. It's good you it's good you know because it's like this is I mean I'm not in the musician I'm not a musician I'm not gonna get vamp out but I, I see what it, for what it is the community and it's a community everyone's looking out for the best interests of one another it's not <clears throat> competitive it's not vicious yes people may be talking shit not about you guys about some and stuff but they're talking shit because they know it's not organic and it's not fucking genuine. But if you have those impressions about those boys, and they're they're sweet to anybody, don't get me wrong, it means, and if you feel the same way about them and they feel the same way about you, it means they're all experiencing more or less different life, but they all have the same drive, more or less, you have, you know what I mean? And we all got to fucking lift one another up, you know? We're trying totally. to, we're not That's necessarily trying to take over the world, you know, and be on mainstream radio, but we all got to stay relevant with our fucking crafts because it's hard to fucking it's hard for this music to stay fucking out there you know what i mean right and and i think that it's true we don't get no grammys we don't get no tv specials we don't get to fucking no. be on a mercedes fucking commercial as the soundtrack in the background nah right. dude this shit this don't get any fucking 
mainstream fucking praise. This is between a subculture of human beings who appreciate genuine hard work, you know? Totally. That's, and that's what it is. I think that's the best thing about it. I mean, you know, it would be nice to get, you know, those luxuries of being able to get in front of all those people. But at the end of the day, we're not, you know, like we said, we don't, we're not doing it for that. We're doing it for the community and the music nerds that want to shoot the shit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, being a nerd is cool these days. So I guess, yeah, in the long, t- in the, in overall, the end of it, we're all nerds, you know what I mean? <laughs> Because totally. apparently we're not fucking tattooed in the face, fucking like little Xanax or whatever the fuck his name or Takashi Skittle mouth fucking dipshit 1069, you know, where those guys are getting paid billions to fucking have no talent, but talk shit while you guys are fucking developing friendships, beautiful experiences with one another and not being fucking in a toxic fucking mindset being fed ego. I don't know how to fucking get into it, but you know what I mean, right? Oh, man, it's, yeah. you know. Wouldn't yeah. it be insane that you guys were being hands like not just you guys, but all the homies would be handsomely compensated for their hard work, which is hard work to fucking do what you guys do. All you guys, when it comes to making an album, writing songs, balancing your life schedules to fucking do shit, you know, it wouldn't it be amazing if you were being compensated just as conveniently as those dipshits out there. I mean, we can't answer that because it's, something that we'll never know but i mean yeah come on what the fuck we gotta take care of each other in the long run no matter yeah. what way so those are the sweetest boys and you guys are the sweetest boys you know <laughs> it goes not just for texas and it just goes for california it goes for fucking the homie fucking in berlin the homie in fucking italy where the fuck hell yeah, yeah man totally. we, I mean, times in europe yeah i think we were in uh berlin the first tour and Christoph from Cadaver came to the show and was like super stoked and we were like, dude, holy shit. You know, you <laughs> didn't you didn't have to show face and like come support and stay the whole show and like hang out afterward, but he just did it because he knows, you know? It's like and then I mean they're like they're hitting big shit now. So he could have he could have easily just big leaked us, you know? But yeah, yeah. Shit. and it, I, that's the mentality. I think, you know, the European mentality, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get like too pro, like Mr. Smartass, like I know everything about it, but the European mentality when it comes to artists from the States coming to visit, it's, it's a gift. You know what I mean? They don't just fucking take it as you guys playing your local dive bar, or playing the U S circuit where fucking it's a inconvenience or a bother where it's a cover charge and like, yeah, dude, I don't know. Is there going to be some chicks I can socialize between sets or whatever? It's like you play a town in Europe. Those venues promote you in a way with like a flyer here and there or like their local whatever promotion website or Instagram. And the whole community comes out. You know what I mean? You got grandma and grandpa, the dude who listens to fucking Ramstein, the fucking geek homies, the fucking every walk of life. And they're there for the whole set, whether it's not their cup of tea. Just stoked that. You're doing what you're doing, and you're doing it good. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, I, I get emotional sometimes, honestly. When I, <laughs> it's a trip, right? Yeah. I don't know. Fuck. God damn, I miss it. Me too, man. <laughs> Me too. Um, and en fait, I say en fait, it, it, that's French for in fact. I remember the first time Sacramani did their first Euro run, and we were in Portugal. I was like, for the first two weeks of that run, 
and uh, they played a they played this little village in Portugal. You know what I mean? And uh, they did some a good turnout for the majority of their shows for like that whole time. But they played this village in Portugal, right? And uh, I forget what day it was. But it, it was it was like a relevant, you know, kind of convenient day for anybody during the week. And uh, they played this little venue, you know, and the whole fucking village came to see every fucking all the the guido portuguese guido homies and vespas all the grandma and grandpas dude like older people who don't listen some kids made a commute from like way far like for hours just to be there and was like what and they all stayed for the whole set you know what i mean and they appreciate it It goes it's for so everywhere. Tight. And the, you would never imagine that if you were playing some spot like, I don't know, even in San Diego, dude. Even in my yeah. fucking watering yeah. hole. Where yeah, everyone we, claims we, they're fucking down for it, but it's still like a bother to fucking commute 30 minutes to a venue in downtown, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, no, I, I especially in a place like Portugal or and, and, and like those weird like out of town places that you're like who the fuck is gonna show up but it pops the fuck up yeah and then and i mean it makes sense because like those people probably don't get the chance very often so they and and you know when you when when you take something away from someone then they really want it you know so i think we're just fucking spoiled a lot of the time i think dude out there in europe it's like olive garden when you're here your family dude (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I I got I got to ask you a question. Yeah, just yeah. just to be a nerd for a second. No are, worries. Are you learning French? Dude, what's up with you before I answer me? All right. <laughs> uh, uh, I get uh, cuz you got to answer first before you I ask mean, this question. Deutsch. I don't know. I'm not practicing the German. So you're, you're I'm, what? I'm you're learning doing the it. you're I'm learning, learning the German. But yeah, hey, in in Zurich they do the French German in some regions so you're doing the pro- you're doing the predominant German. Huh? Yeah, yeah, I'm do- I'm doing the 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 high German, the, the like academic stuff. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. You're making see. Here's my fucking deal. My my woman, she speaks perfect English. Yeah. Because she's like she's she's a very she's a seasoned traveler. Her work takes her all over the world, and uh, she's had the advantage. She's got a few years ahead of me too, and uh, she speaks perfect English. And when she, I speak English with her, she's very proud. That she can continue to speak English and like just be completely dialed. So she rarely makes an effort to speak to me in French. So I get spoiled and like I get lost, like sidetracked on like my priorities. Yeah. But then when I'm put out in the wild, when I'm like on my own time, I'm like, yeah, I'm speaking the heaviest franglais ever. <laughs> the the gnarliest franglais. <laughs> I know I know enough to get me to get my smokes to fucking tell someone to get the fuck away from me or where to get my bread or what direction to get on the metro or the train or like whatever the fuck or just like yes or no or like how you doing or my good nights and all that but when it comes to like and i also understand what everyone is saying it's weird i understand everything someone will tell me but when it comes to like making that quick response back toward them i'm like Urba, uh, urba, yeah. and I'm trying to, it's fucked. Yeah, I mean, I, I totally feel you, but my, my speaks very good English, but I'm just, I guess I'm just a nerd or something, man. <laughs> nah, you, I hope she doesn't listen because she's going to be like, yo, do you see this dude? He fucking goes to Switzerland to be with his girl, did the fucking 40 pages to fucking get out of the States, and he's fucking 
actually making hardcore initiative. What are you doing? Fucking speaking <laughs> oh. English half the time and saying, uh, uh, s'il vous plaît, on, on paquet de marble rouge, s'il vous plaît. Merci beaucoup. Uh, adieu. <laughs> and that's all I got. Fluent as fuck. Well, hey, I don't, I don't know French, but that sounded good. <laughs> hey, thanks, dog. But that's like, hey, yo, can I get a pack of marble reds, please? Thank you. Bye. Hey, baby steps, man. Baby steps, but it's been nine months, dude. <laughs> but whatever. Because I'm here for the long run, so eventually I'm going to be... Oh, you'll, you'll, get, you'll get there. All right, I'll, I'll pick it up. You'll get there. All these motherfuckers out here just be clowning on me too hard. Oh, they, right? don't, they don't fuck around when you don't know their shit. <laughs> oh, dude, they clown so hard. I'm just like, ha, 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 yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, faggot. I'll see you. No, I, you know, I just, that's, that's something uh, we have in common, and I respect you for that. Hey, but you know... I don't know how I was in the, the DM, but, but you're gonna be in Zurich, you know. You, by the way, I'm a full-on Swiss dude. I got the Swiss passport. Like my family's out there in uh, oh cool in Bern. Oh yeah, which is about yeah. like four hours away, three or four hours from Zurich. Right and uh, my city's in two hours away from Geneva. So off the air sometime on a reel when I'm in Lyon, which is not too far from Switzerland. Let's rendezvous if you got. A personal day or some shit like that. Man, for sure. I mean, I'm going to be there for a month, so... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure you're doing as much FaceTime with the lady, but if you got yourself a personal day and you're restless, you hit me up. Right on. It's nothing but a fucking four-hour, two-hour train ride, worst-case scenario on my end. Yeah, we'll just we'll just have to see if uh, if the borders are shut down. <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, we're, we're tight with those with the Swiss and French border. We're tight. We're good. Cool. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think uh, the UK is the the UK and Sweden, like the Northern European countries, are being sticklers with their borders. Mm. But the rest, I think, for Spain, France, and Switzerland and Germany, they're being tight. As far as I'm aware, off topic. Yeah. Well. But yeah. yeah. What can we cover, dude? It's our, we, we can cut it. We can talk. We got, we've been we're running 70 minutes because I have a clock thing in front of me counting the minutes we do this. So I'm tight. I can do this for, for whatever. I mean, what could you guys, what would you guys like to relish on? Hmm. Yes. I don't know. We're, we're well, shy to, yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, I I just got to my destination. My, <laughs> All right. my, my dog is like looking at me like, "Are you gonna let me out of here?" Or what? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's tight. It's tight. We fucking got some cool shit down. I oh, think yeah. it's I think it's appropriate. We we made we did the objective. We finally fucking did this. We talked. Oh yeah, I'm glad we're bros worked. now. We fucking our voices as a trio have heard. People can hear. People can be like, "That's tight." Who gives a fuck? Whatever. But you spoke. You said some rad shit, and I'm hyped. <laughs> and I'm glad the show is fucking back on track. I was on a weird fucking life journey for the past couple of three weeks, but I'm yeah. back. So the show's tight. So I'm glad I got to have you guys as season two debut. Whatever. Hell yeah, dude. We appreciate you having us. We of we course. Don't, we don't uh. You know, haven't gotten to talk to people about anything like this for a long time, so it feels refreshing. Yeah, well, that's seriously. a shame, dude. There's, I, they, I, I, I know there's other people out there. I'm, I know you guys aren't really necessarily thriving, thirsting for that, but I hope I'm not the only, you know, platform of convenience for all the homies out there. Like, 
it can't be just fucking podcasts for the elitists out there, you know what I mean? Like, hey, all the boys. Like everyone's got to have a voice. It's, it's a small community. We take care of each other. Fuck yeah, we do. Best fucking believe. Holy shit. Holy shit. We fucking look the fuck out. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry, I'm too enthusiastic. Six cups of fucking that instant coffee powder shit, you know? The hot water. I got the fucking container of it, and I just keep dabbing it in my water whatever it's two in the morning i gotta stay jived (laughs) but hey so all right we'll we'll cut it sam you fucking are the boy i'm fucking mad stoked on that journey you did on the bike hope you're all chilling what's the future looking for you for the next couple months i'm gonna work my ass off make some money and probably try and do something like that again you know i don't i don't fucking know (laughs) Spoken like a true champ. Mad respect. Mad respect. Ryan, you're leaving tomorrow, I believe, right? Uh, day after tomorrow. Yeah. Day after tomorrow. Yeah. Bon, bon voyage, as the French would say, I believe. And, uh, <laughs> Danke, as the Germans would say. Danke. Yeah. And uh, mad respect on the whole journey that you've made and efforts you've made with your lady in Europe. A lot of people in the States probably don't have the initiative to do what you did. <laughs> well, man, you know, love love takes you places. Fuck yeah, it does. Look where I am. I'm, yeah. I'm a product of the same situation. Yeah, you know, you know it. Very well, very well. But good luck on your flight, safe travels, and when you get here, shoot me a DM. We'll fucking link up if we can. We'll do, man. Thank you. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. All right, I'm gonna end the show, everybody. This is shooting the shit, and these are the boys from Crip Trip. Thanks for listening. Fuck you. Namaste. Live good. Whatever the fuck. You guys stay good, right? All right. Oh, yeah. All right, geez. I'll talk to you guys soon. Later. Later, Mike. Peace.